Hello, my golf friends. Welcome back to Above Par. I am so glad that you're here. I hope you had a wonderful week. So in this episode, I have welcomed back another client to talk about their experience with the coaching and how they've used the, the skills in this work to level up not only their golf game, but also different areas of their life. And in this podcast, I'm interviewing Karen, who's been one of my clients for quite a while. She's been on this podcast before. She's inspired podcast. I uh, <laughs> went whitewater rafting with her, which if you listen to that episode, she's responsible for all of that and inspired that podcast. But she has really done some amazing work this year. She's gotten some fantastic awards, had a lot of bests, and has been able to keep doing the work because we're never done managing our brains and taking it to a next level. And I think she really explains it wonderfully in this podcast. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So let's get to it. This is my interview with Karen. Hey, Karen, thank you for joining me today on Above Par. Oh, thank you for having me back. I'm really excited to be here. So Karen was the star of episode 42? Somewhere in there. Oh, you know, I know you know. <laughs> I think it's 42. So we we worked a little bit more this year and you had another amazing golf season. I think it would be so valuable if you shared maybe the contrast to how those two years have differentiated and how you've had some growth this year. What changed for you or up-leveled? Oh, well, great question. Um, I've had a little time to think about it. So if I had to, to boil it down to one thing, I think it would be an expanded thinking or mindset. I think that's the best way to capture it. I was a little rigid and uh, and tight. And with your help and the work, I've really seen new possibilities and, and had an expanded, a very deepened experience this year, for sure. It has been an amazing season. Okay. So tell everybody what an expanded mindset would look like versus, is it more like you, you were going through a little bit of tools and practicing and trying to learn those skills. And then you just, as you got the tools of managing your mind and you looked at, it, you could grow your mindset a little bit bigger. Is that what you're talking about? A little bit. I think it was more of, I had the mindset of, of one and done. Mm. Um, last year, I mean, I put so much energy into our state senior amateur and then that came and it was over and I hadn't really prepared. I hadn't really thought what's next. So the season was good, but it, it left me, um, that was all I was thinking about was just our senior amateur. Mm. And, you know, we worked through the winter and we, we talked about, um, I can remember when you say, you know, there, there's enough birdies to go around. It's not, this is not limited. You can go and do so. You know, I started March and went to Arizona to play in the desert classic. And mm. that was a completely new experience. Um, met my fitness coach, met you in real life, uh, all new experiences, just had an amazing time. I wouldn't have done that before. I would have, that would have been way too far out of too uncomfortable. I wouldn't have put myself out there like that. Right. So that's a good point. So you've gone from having these local tournaments because this year you expanded yourself to some more national and state tournaments, and now traveling a little bit more, taking your game on the road. So what shifted for you to do that? Because that takes a lot of courage. It takes that first step to go out there and sign up. It takes courage just to you know download or however the application is and send it in. 
And then your main, your mind will start, of course, telling you all the reasons why that was a horrible idea and you should not do it and get your money back before, <laughs> before the qualifier yes, <laughs> yeah, or whatever it is. So how did you conquer all of those things? Because you really did put yourself out there this year and tried new tournaments and new experiences. And uh, I know we talked through a lot of those. So, and getting with actually getting with a new group of people, right? So that's that feeling of you belonging, right? You can sit there and we can we can keep ourselves at the country club level or at the local level. And then we start expanding our horizons, looking state or national. And then our brain will tell us that, well, we don't belong there or we're not ready. Or that's like for other people, right? We have to work through all those obstacles in our brain. And I know you ran into some of those. I did. A lot, a lot of the work that helped me was when we, especially preparing for the last tournament was what's the worst thing that can happen. Um, so going through worst case scenario was extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as we talked a lot about the hard, why, why do I, why do you play golf? Why do you, you know, go out? And so I, my, why, you know, I want to, I want to live a deep, rich life. Mm-hmm. And that means that we worked through the, uh, Sometimes that means you get a gut punch. It it's not all rainbows and butterflies, and right. and that's what makes life worth living. And letting go of who I thought I was supposed to be, and just finding out who I can be. That's been a, a great discovery this year of how how good you know how how good can this be? Yeah. I think you put it, I think you summed it up with possibility, right? We are limited by our own thoughts and our on possibility, right? We can keep ourselves just contained to a small area. And then once you start seeing little, um, little areas of growth or little, cur- you taking courage and not crumbling and falling apart and surviving. And you're like, oh, I, I didn't fall into a million little pieces here. Like the world did not come to an end because I either shot the score or I didn't play as well or I showed up, you know, those people, I do have a sense of belonging. And then we start seeing more and more possibilities for ourselves down the road. I think the other thing that's so interesting too, and I know that we've talked about this, is it's so easy for our brains to think that once I do that, then I'm done and I got it and it's all figured out and life will be amazing and I'm complete. And thank you, Kathy. I'll never talk to you again. Right. It's like, I got it. Right. And I'm not saying that people, people don't carry on and can have to stay with working with me forever. But my point is, is that once we get to that place, like we win the tournament or we shoot the score or we have the handicap, we get there. And then we're like, Hmm, we, our brains still want more. And we realize that life is still 50, 50 there. I mean, it's, it's 50% good and it's 50% not so good right? Nothing has changed, right? It's just, we're still the same person in a different environment. And then we want to like, now we're like, okay, I want to go to this. I describe them as islands, right? I want to go to this next island. And once we learn the process of going from island to island to island, which is that I call it the river of, you know, misery. That's what my coaches call it. Right. But it's like that level of discomfort to go and get to that Island. Then we're there. We're like, okay, I don't have to do that ever again. It's not the case. And when we can start embracing that, Oh, I can go through this discomfort to get here. And now I want to go over there and I know how to go through discomfort and I'm willing to do it. And I'll get over there. Then the possibility is endless. Right. And that that's a huge contrast. I was really excited for the season. June came, we had our state senior amateur. It's the fifth time I've played in it. It was my worst performance of my five years. In the past, that would have kind of really rattled me and made me 
retreat and withdrawal. And it was an aha. That was, um, I remember our call during that tournament. And and that was that was the moment where my mind could truly embrace, hit as many shots as you can from your preferred state and count it up at the end. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was that tournament. It was that moment that I was able to grasp that and believe it and, and embrace it. And I was so excited. And then I had my USGA qualifier a couple of weeks later. I had played a great practice round. I was excited about it. And I went and it was, it was brutal. And I finished seventh. I needed to finish fourth or better to qualify. And uh, so June was just one gut punch after another. And once again, old Karen would have been like, yeah, I think that's enough. I'm done. And uh, but this time I was like, okay, what's next? I've, I've learned so much from these two experiences. I can move forward. I can do more. Came to our state amateur and uh, it was the best performance I'd had in three years. I was able to bring home the low senior award from that tournament, which was so sweet. And the moment I was most proud of last day, number 10, short par four, long story short, I took an eight. And uh, old Karen would have been, that's it. You blew it. It's over. Here we go again. You know. And uh, this year, I was able to wrap my mind around what's the difference in that and, and four bogeys on the card. Added up at the end. And I finished the back nine strong, even after the eight. And that that was just a fantastic feeling to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, old Karen, I don't think could have done that. But so this yeah. one, and it, it was just fantastic. Right. You make a good point there. It's like a lot of times we, we can get thinking that if I shoot a certain score, it'll feel great. But sometimes we get to feel great because of us overcoming things that happen during the round. Some of my, and I made comment about this before with you, like, like one of my favorite rounds I ever played was when I shot 77 in a professional tournament. And I was one of the only female pros playing and I was just hitting it horrible that day, but I grinded it out. I didn't give up because it was going to be a big number um, if I didn't do that. And those are days that can feel really good because we prove to ourselves, just like you prove to yourself in that situation, what you're capable of when you have not so great things happen on the golf course, because not so great things are going to happen on the golf course. Right. This year, after after really adopting the mindset and really believing it, I'm, I think I had six different scores that were personal best for me on different yes. courses that we play here. And it's like, and I wasn't even thinking about it. And and that once again, just another beautiful experience. You add it up in the end, and you're like, wow, that was a that was a good score, you know? right? And, but but I did the things, and and I know I do the things sometimes, and it's not going to be the best score. But other times I do, and it and it will be, and mm. so that's that's very enjoyable, also. Yeah, is I remember getting texts from you like another personal best, another personal best. I was yeah. like, wow, that's awesome. Some of your <laughs> lowest golf ever this year. But when you know what you're capable of, and you feel like you can manage your mind, it's such a more peaceful place to play golf from, right? It's not like we're afraid to go out there. Uh, and be at the effect of our golf game or at the effect of the day or who we're playing with or certain situations. You learn to 
manage everything. So you feel more in control. It's like, bring it on. That's what I always say. I want all my clients to have this bring it on attitude. Like just, I can handle all of it because I have the tools and I've gone through some experience like you have where you've been able to put it in your memory bank that you can tap into. Like that's so important too, is to give ourselves credit for those moments and those wins, no matter how small they are, just for the sake of your own uh, brain so that you can pull it up when you're on the golf course and you need it. Right. That was, it was another, just one of the, one of the moments where you have an opportunity to reflect. We play a golf course, um, Stonewall Resort. It's an Arnold Palmer course. It's very challenging, but we play events there. And another one of your clients played in a, a team event with me there and, and she had sworn that golf course off. So it was exciting to see that she would step up and say, because of the work she did with you, she's like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go do this. So that was exciting. Yeah. And there's a few holes. Left. Usually by the time I get to 11 or 12, old Karen was like, oh, you know, you, you should just be happy you're out here. This is great. And, and just, you know, get yourself together. And, and this year it was so, so nice to make that turn and not have those feelings and just be able to say, it's fun to play Stonewall. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, a beautiful yeah. course and not be worried about all the other things. Oh, it was great. We do that so often. Like I should just be happy. I'm out here. I'm so fortunate. It's a nice course. <laughs> I belong to a nice club. I have all these things and I'm playing a game for the love of Pete. Why can't I be happy? But all we're doing is shaming ourselves for having an emotion, which um, makes it worse. Right now we're just layering on a negative emotion with some shame on there for having the emotion and it's not useful. So for, if any of you are listening and have a tendency to do that, I should just be so happy I'm out here. What the heck is wrong with me? Yeah. You want to first call, first cure for why you're not so happy on the golf course before you start shaming yourself in that situation. Uh, or the other one that people do is they tell, uh, what is it? Just, oh, just calm down. Just, just relax. Like, like we can force that on ourselves. The only time I can force just being relaxed is when I go get a manicure and they're slapping my hand, like, relax, relax, relax. Right. <laughs> it's like, you gotta take the energy out because you're stiff. But otherwise, when people are telling you on the golf course, you know, you just need to calm down and just relax and just have fun. It's I think that's probably an irritating thing to say to other people because they're in a place where they're not doing any of that. And if they if you knew how to do that on purpose, I would think you'd be doing it anyway. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think you also said something else that really if I had to sum it all up, um, it just this year has been the year of leaning in. And I think that's what you mean by bring it, you know, mm -hmm. but for me, instead of feeling at the effect of the golf course and the emotions and the thoughts, it, it was leaning in to say, I have agency, I have power. I'm the one who gets to decide how I feel and how I show up. Mm. And um, that is uncomfortable, but it was so worth it. And I'm looking forward to 2023, um, which feels amazing because I uh, that hasn't always been the case. Left the Southern Seniors just inspired and uh, with a renewed passion for practice and improving my skill set. And this season, I have met some of the most amazing people from all over. And I have deepened connections with the people I love, my friends, my family. And it's all it's all related to the work we did that came under the umbrella of golf, but it it's about life. So, yes, 
It is about life. You're so right. I think golf reveals all the rest of the way that we manage our mind. And usually it's a symptom of other things. And wherever we want to start nicking away at it, it's just, it's all encompassing. Everything goes under one umbrella. And hopefully when people do do the work, everything levels up, which I think you have seen. It does. You you put yourself out there, you have to be vulnerable, but but it gives it a depth and it just, you know, it's like, it's the joy of, of loving and living. It really is. Nice. Karen. So good. Okay. So tell me and tell everybody what your goals are for 2023. What are we doing? I, I want to continue on this path. I, uh, I shared with my husband last night, I feel like I'm on the edge of this beautiful plane with unlimited paths and just um, unbelievable beauty in front of me. As far as goals, I want to, I want to continue to, like I say, I, I definitely want to continue to grow, work on my skill set. I'm already looking at possibly uh, um, a mid-am in Houston, um, another senior in Hot Springs, Arkansas, as well as, you know, I, I want to continue to support the West Virginia Golf Association. They have been wonderful. I received notification the other day that i uh, going to get senior women's player of the year. And yeah, this one is just sweeter. If that was even possible than before. So yeah, yeah I'm congratulations just, on that. I, thank that, you. that is awesome. Well-deserved. I'm, uh, and, uh, I'm really excited. It, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, the power of tenacity, you know, just showing up and not letting the eights on a par four derail you, yeah. you know, and just hashtag never give up. Yeah. Hashtag never give up. That is so good. And so you're traveling more this next year. So this is going to be exciting. Taking your game on the road. I love (laughs) it. That's a good hashtag. Yeah. (laughs) Taking your game on the road. I love it. Well, I appreciate you. I love working with you. And I love whitewater rafting with you too. Not so much, actually. (laughs) But um, thank you again for being on my podcast. You are my repeat interview podcast guest. So, well, thank you. I can, it has been a roller coaster and that's okay. I've embraced that. And I appreciate you uh, riding this roller coaster with me and let's see where it goes. Yeah, for sure. It's anything is possible. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Well, there you have it. There's Karen hashtag never give up hashtag taking your game on the road. So the big question is where are you taking your game in 2023? What goals do you have? If I can be of any help, make sure you reach out to me at Kathy at kathyhartwood.com or check out my website, kathyhartwood.com for my membership that'll be opening up in January where you can get more information and more coaching from me. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. 